Every gamer has that one game they want all of their friends to play. Maybe it's old. Maybe it's new. Maybe it's obscure. Or maybe it's the game that everyone is playing. Whatever it is, it's that one game you love to talk about. Join us as we ask each other to try this game. Adam, do you like flowers? Yeah. Okay, because that's the game. Flower. <laughs> that, that's all this game is. It's simply flower. Okay, so flower came out for the PlayStation 3 initially, and now it's available on the PS4 and the PC, and it's made by a game company called That Game Company. They also did a great game called Flow and a wonderful game called Journey. They make minimalist games because they're really small. I didn't know they made and, Journey. But, yeah, that's their game. You can get that on the, the Epic Game Store now. Huh. And, and Flow, you can actually download for free. But Flower is a magnificent game. It's super chill. You can get it on the PlayStation Store and Steam. And I'm not sure with this one if you can get it on the Epic Store or not. The idea of this game is simple. You're playing... Well, you get to enact the dream of a flower sitting in a dingy, gross apartment. So you sort of center on the first flower and hold the X button or A button, depending on what controller you have. And suddenly you're a petal from that flower in a field. And you flow through these gorgeous grassy fields and you touch other flowers and it creates sort of this chain effect that turns gray dead grass into beautiful green grass. And you, you'll go into these areas where you'll turn in a circle and sort of hit these floating petals that are surrounded by, I guess, bubbles, you could call them. Mm -hmm. And as you pop them, you get this beautiful music and, and with, you know, sort of imagine someone strumming on a harp every time you touch a flower. And then after you've completed an area, it blossoms beautifully and then you move on to the other and you'll do a bunch of sub areas and then they create a greater blooming effect and then you move on and you do it again. That's the game. It's yep. super simple. I was heartbroken to discover I can't play it anymore because it makes me nauseous now. No, really? Yeah, I managed to get about 30 minutes into the game and I got nauseous. Oh. But I used to play this game for hours. It is so beautiful. It's such a non-game. With a PS3, back when, you know, that, that thing had... Um, the the tilt controls. Yeah, like they had... It called, it was, they, I think they called it six axis. Essentially, yeah. you could move it back and forth without having to you know, fumble with the buttons and that worked. You can't do that on the PC version, but whatever. It's super easy. There's no shooting. There's no death. There's no way to fail this game. You play it until you finish it. It's super chill. If you've never played a video game, you could jump into this with very few problems once you figure out sort of the way it, it's meant to play. Yep. There's nothing about this game that's bad. It, it, it sounds beautiful. It looks gorgeous. My God. Um, you could screenshot any frame of this game you were playing and put it on as your wallpaper on your desktop yes it is absolutely um, beautiful to look at yeah so what did you think of it uh i mean i i went into it i didn't know anything about the game historically but mm -hmm. i did i did really enjoy myself like it it took me a second to get the the wind movement going mm -hmm. so that you actually yeah. get the flower petal flying through the air yeah but once you once you figure that out then you're you're good to go. Uh, you. It's a one-button game. It's cool. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, buttons it's go. <laughs> your X button or A button and your thumbstick. And that is really it. Yep. Uh, you, like you said, you collect these pedals and it's just this soft, quiet music in the background. Uh, you get the, the harp strumming every time you pick up one of these pedals. And as you collect more of these pedals, they all sort of chain behind you into the spiral in the wind. And it's, oh, yeah. you, you move faster and you go further. And it's all, it's a very, it's a very interesting game. I, I don't, I don't like the whole game or not a game thing. I know people kind of classify a game as it needs to have a fail state. It needs to have these objects. Yeah. Nonsense. Uh, it's, yeah. It's, game's a game, man. It's, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. It is It is still a perfectly valid game. Um, I actually, I, I was thinking about it as I played it, and I, I really liked a lot of the messaging and imagery that the game really evokes. I found that it was meant to be the story of not... It, it kind of portrays itself initial well not initially but like midway into the game as being a, a cautionary tale about climate change mm-hmm. and then it sort of it's very environmentally itself. conscious like it's all yeah. about environment it, it very much reveals itself once you get into it to be a game not about climate change but about living in harmony with nature and it does that without speaking a damn word as yeah. purely through the the environmental storytelling and i, I thought that it was absolutely gorgeous yeah, the you know that game company. I think they're just called Santa Monica now, and I actually think they just got shut down. Oh. They made these three games: Flow, Flower, and Journey. Mm-hmm. And you should play all three of them. Maybe we'll do Journey at some point. I'd this was a that. game I played. Journey was a a weird game in its day, and I remember people talking about the, the emotional response they got. And I remember listening to one guy on a podcast cry like a, a game journalist and he started to cry and he said for some reason this game reminded me of going to see my mother before she died of cancer which is like wow okay that's not in the game mm. but it's the way journey is all about well you start off as this little guy and or girl you don't know it's whatever you want it to be in the sand and you look up in the distance and there's a mountain that's it that's the game go go there and how you get there is well the journey and there is a fail state and there's a little bit of violence, but barely so. It's not so much violence as scary things can happen. But this game was very much the same. There's no dialogue. It's all about the music and the movement and telling you a story by making you look at where you are and listening carefully. And that game comes from Flower, right? It's like every game they've had has been a, a learning experience. And they've taken that and said, okay... Let's take these aspects of this game and make the next game with it. So flow, you start as this tiny little cell and you look like you're floating in this fluid and you go around and you absorb other cells and you become bigger Okay. and bigger and bigger. That's the game. That's it. That's all there is to it. And so they took that flow and that sort of zenness of it, that chillness of it, and they put it into flower. And now right. they're telling you a story about environmentalism and they're, and, and what, you get out of that game is as much about what you bring into it and they said okay well let's create a person going on some on some journey and they made journey it was experimental game design at its best and if you told me today that the people who made these three games that the people of that game company one word if you told me they're making a triple a game and it's coming out it's going to cost you 70 bucks i'd pre-order it before i even knew what it was about I, yep. would th- I would happily lay the money down because these guys make they tell amazing stories without ever looking you in the eye and saying now listen up player once upon a time 
you learn the story by playing the game and just looking around you. And yeah. that's so cool. That was that was a lot of that era of game design too. The early PlayStation 3 games, it was really yep. trying to push boundaries and see what new things we could do. You had Shadow of the Colossus, which we've we've touched on. We should probably play that at some point on the show. Yeah, maybe. Um, uh, Shadow there of the more, Colossus. There are more modern versions of that game, but yeah. Yeah, Flower, uh, Journey. You know what it was? In that mm. era, everything was a Halo clone. Yep. Everything was a shooter. And, you know, the, the Assassin's Creed type open world game hadn't quite come to fruition yet. Everything was a freaking Call of Duty Halo shooter or a hack and slash game. And game designers said, well, why does everything have to be a triple A hundred million dollar budget game? Let's do something different. And yeah, a lot of these games, a lot of these experimental games came out of it. And, you know, that's the sort of the glory about, I think, of Steam in many ways, is that so many smaller games that would never, ever have been made otherwise, like Titan Souls, mm -hmm. can get made. And that game company was able to do this on the Sony PlayStation 3. Yeah. That Sony was willing to give them space on their store, considering they were the blockbuster console was, I mean, good on Sony. Because I yeah. think they started a revolution in gaming just by saying, yeah, sure, give this a try. Absolutely. It opened the door in a time of grays and dark browns and automatically magnetizing your back to the nearest piece of waist-high cover. Yeah. And it it opened up... It, it, it created a new revolution in gaming where we realized that, oh, we can, we can do different things again. Mm -hmm. You know, it... it it's just another one of those moments where something happened, like the the advent of open world gaming. Yeah. Um, it, it really reinvigorating the idea that games can be art, and there are, there are some mm -hmm. outstanding games that I absolutely love that a lot of people would probably look at and go, "Ah, oh, it's not a game." There's there's no fail state. There's no no. Yeah. no it's it's an enjoyable interactive experience. It is a game. Uh, like Beyond Eyes is another fantastic game that I just I recently played and I'm probably going to wind up tossing that on our list as well. Okay, We're talking about cool. other games to play, um, but oh my god! Like just the the breadth and depth of gaming that we saw come out of games just like this out of that gaming company. Yeah, yeah. You know what this, I was thinking of as you're talking? The Atari Twenty Six Hundred game Adventure. Up okay. until then, games were, what's your high score? Right. Well, you right. played the you know, it was the Space Invaders Pac-Man where it was repetition and and just cranking up a score because that's mm -hmm. what pinball had been before. And Adventure came along and said, "There's no score, just finish the game. Yeah. Here's an adventure to go on, finish it." And then Zelda did the same thing. There's no score in Zelda, and you know, I mean, there is a score in like Contra and whatnot, and as you get a certain, you know, as you got a certain amount of points, you got an extra life and stuff like that. But the what's your score stopping important in the mid '90s, and then everything was a shooter where it didn't matter what your score was. Was there even a, ever a score in a Call of Duty game other than multiplayer? Yeah, there there was. They do like time attack things where you okay. needed to get through it as fast as you could, and headshots were worth more than body shots and things like right, that. Right, right. But it was much. But it was a very like it's one of those transitions in gaming. Yeah. And the flower, like that game and the era around it, was very much that. Like, let's try something different. And some of it works, and mm -hmm. some of it does not. But flower absolutely works. Um, 
I'm not even sure how much it costs, but I don't care. Buy this game. And if you got a kid who, or even yourself, and you know, you need some quiet time, you just need to chill. You need something that's gonna sort of make you feel good and calm and zen, but you still like playing a video game. Get this game, and it'll probably do it for you. A hundred percent. I can absolutely attest to that. I took the opportunity when I played this. I play it. I was lucky enough to be able to play that here at home, where I can control the lights in my room. I played yep. it in the evening when it was dark. I set my lights to sort of cycle through blues and purples and light reds and and just have everything very mellow. Mm-hmm. And playing through this game was just delightfully relaxing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you gonna play more of it? Not right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've I've played through it in its entirety. It's not something that I'm going to like go back and play repeatedly again and again and again. But the next time where I just I just want to have a chill night and yeah. I need to just sit down with a glass of scotch and relax. Yeah, this game is going to be on that playlist. Yeah, this isn't the I'm going to complete this game and you know be hardcore about it. It's, it's yeah. It's not that sort of game. It is gaming as art, or an art mm-hmm. as gaming, however you want to put that. So yeah, sadly, I can't ever play it again because it makes me nauseous. Well, but uh, it sucks. But I still love this game. Maybe I'll play for twenty minutes at a time and drink a lot of ginger ale. I don't know, but yeah, it's a it's a good one. So yeah, there it is. There it is. All right, Farron. Do you like violence? After playing Titan Souls, I would like to deliver violence unto you. Yes. Do you like uh, avenging your your father who was killed on the scene as a cop? Sure. Do you like fighting <laughs> definitely not the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles over pizza? Definitely not. Definitely. All right. <laughs> well, let's get into Punch Club then. Okay. So, Punch Club was released on January 9th, 2016 for Windows, OS X, iOS, and Android. It was released on uh, January 19th, 2017 on 3DS. It was released on March 31st, 2017 on PS4 and Xbox One, and May 24th, 2018 on the Switch. So, this game was developed by Lazy Bear Games and published by Tiny Build. Okay. So, this game is trying to evoke the the aesthetic of a side-scrolling beat-em-up game while having exactly nothing to do with a side-scrolling beat-em-up game. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. I I love the look of this game. I love the sound of this game. The premise of it is that your father was a police officer who was killed in the line of duty. You were trained by his partner in some basic martial arts, and then you awaken as a mid-twenty-something guy who gets his ass beaten on the street by a biker, and now you need, you have a vendetta to go and get stronger and fight more people. That is, that is the entirety of this game. Oh, yes. So, tell me, Baron, what was your experience like with it? Okay, so I, I'm pretty sure I wound up with this game as part of a Humble Bundle, because I'd never heard of it before, and yet, somehow, <laughs> it was in my library. My, li- my library of abject humiliation. When you recommended it, I, you know, I went and downloaded it, and I sort of looked at a few screenshots and I just assumed this was a side-scrolling beat-em-up. 
like Streets <laughs> of Rage and that sort of thing. Like that's what I figured I was playing. Yeah, um, I was tempted to like break out my SNES USB controller or something. Probably should have. And it was like, I was really surprised that like this is not at all what I thought it was. I figured it would just be me moving left to right for an hour, beating things up. Turns right. out not so much. It, it's got you know, it's got um, energy mechanics and XP and. It's kind of surprising. I'm not sure if it's my sort of game, but it was surprising, I guess is the best way to put it. Like it's, it has a complexity I did not expect. It's not a complex game, but it's way yeah. more complex than I thought it would be. A lot of sly references to the 80s and 90s. Mm -hmm. It's, how do I put it? It's a neat game. Yeah, it's it is neat. very neat. It's a fighter management simulator. Yeah really at, at its core you've got your main character and you tell him hey you need to go train hey you need to go to work to make some money hey you need to go and eat food you schedule his fights you get him to train in certain things he you t tell him what what things he needs to practice and get better at and when you actually fight in this game you don't fight at all you tell your fighter hey these are the however many skills you can use yeah giver and then it is all random rolls the dice on your on your fighter stats versus their fighter stats about what hits and what fight or what yeah. moves he use and and if he's able to get back up if he gets knocked down it is very much a management sim and that was actually the neatest part of the game it reminds me of two other games and i one of them we've spoken about called of orcs and men yes you told them defensive or high punch or low punch and then you just sort of you gave them a series of actions and you step back. Mm -hmm. Here it's even less than that. You just have to tell them what you, you give them a set of instructions and then they do the whole fight. And it reminds me of Armored Core Formula Front, which was a wicked obscure PSP game, which you and I are going to do at some point, <laughs> where you build a mecha and yep. then you give it a behavioral algorithm. Mm -hmm. And you tell it, you know, go close, go far and then when they're at this much damage do this and then stay at this distance all these sorts of things and then you watch this cool ass mech fight in an right. arena it's very very cool and this reminded me a lot of that I went this is Formula Front but with bad SNES graphics and a <laughs> shitty plot as opposed to bad PSP graphics and a shitty anime plot but I looked at them and went this is cool yeah um, it didn't do it for me I'm probably not going back to it but I was really impressed with it. Like, this is neat. Like, I keep coming back to, this was really neat. It was not at all what you think it is. It's almost like, haha, you thought you had this. Now play this really cool game instead. And you go, oh, oh, okay. I'll try that. Yeah. You know, so it's, this, it's, it's just, it's so interesting. And there's a, a very specific reason why I decided that we should probably do this game for this podcast because i know that in the past you have repeatedly expressed i think that this grand strategy game is really cool but i want to give directions from the highest level possible and watch them be played out mm -hmm. and i thought that this would be excellent for you on that and there are going to be people yeah. that will absolutely hate this game because you don't get to be in the moment deciding when you're throwing a punch and it's it's not street fighter it's not yeah. mortal Kombat. it's it's the furthest fighting game that can be possibly removed from that style of fighting game you realize we've played this game before Do domina we? it's domina this you know is what? domina yeah. Yeah, this without, is the, without the domina. Deaths. 
you know, and, <laughs> and other buckets of without the buckets of you know of of viscera. Uh, this is Domina. Um, yeah. I mean, I like Domina more. I'll go if I want to play a game like this. I'll play you know Domina. Sure. But this is Domina. But you're a you're a modern street thug. Like, yeah. It's it's the NES version, SNES version of that, and yeah, it's it's I don't know I I'm impressed with it. Good on these guys for making this game. And do you know what? Like it's it's fantastic. It's it's on the cheap. It's probably like ten twelve bucks on Steam. Probably yeah. Um, there's there's a couple little pieces of DLC that you can get. I would imagine that are probably packaged in with it now. It's eleven where, bucks right now. It's eleven bucks. Okay. Yeah. So you like you fight the definitely not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and they've all got their unique individual personalities and you fight um, Rocksteady and Bebop that are definitely not Rocksteady and Bebop. You yeah. go to Russia and you train in a shack that's got meat hanging on it er, up in it uh, and you're just beating yeah, up on Rocky. That's not Rocky, not at all. No. no, and then you go fight a bear. <laughs> Do you want to even idea? The, the other game these guys have made, well, they just had they just released what called Swag and Sorcery, but their other big game is <laughs> Graveyard Keeper, where you play a medieval oh, graveyard manager. That's I their actually, game. I actually really like Graveyard Keeper. Yeah, I, I keep thinking I'm going to pick that one up at some point because it looks really stupid, um, it, but my sort of stupid. Uh, <laughs> but is, you know it, what? We just talked about this with Flower. It's neat that the game environment, especially with, with Steam, is that you can have this neat idea for a game that is not going to sell a million copies, mm. but you can make this game yourself. You don't even need a publisher because you got Steam. Yep. If you need a little help, you can go to, like these guys went to Tiny Build. They make little games and cool. And and they look and they say, okay, well, we know you're not going to sell a million games, but maybe you'll sell 50,000 and you'll be part of our little brand of tiny games. and. Will you know? And 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 that's cool. And I love that. Not everything is a triple A Assassin's Creed game of whatever you know, Halo, Call of Duty, God knows what. Sometimes the simpler games work. This game would not have been made 15 years ago because no publisher would have given them a dime for it. God no. 15 years ago, this would have just been somebody's college project that they made yep. in their computer sciences yep. degree. Yeah. Um. It's it. We, we really are in an era of gaming where any idea is viable so long as you can get the person who can just just make it in the right way. I yeah. mean, well, let's be clear. A lot of those games are garbage, but, sure. but that's true of AAA games. There are plenty of AAA games you look at and go, who who said yes? Who approved yeah. this? So there are plenty of bad choices out there. But what I love is that because these smaller games can be made, you have the opportunity to fail and not bring down a company and bankrupt 20 people in the process. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. It's it just, it is fantastic. It's obviously someone's passion project who, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just loves eighties and nineties culture and the aesthetic of those side scrolling beat em up games and just mm -hmm. wanted to make something that just reveled in that. And they yep. did. And it's great. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's one of these little games that we have, We've done a few of them like this, where it's like, mm -hmm. this is a game that could not possibly be made 15 years ago, like Crying Sons or yeah. Domina or uh, Flower. You know, Flower was lucky. They had the 800-pound gorilla in the room, Sony, tobacco. <laughs> these, most of these places don't. No. You know, it's a, sort of on a wing in a dream or whatever. And maybe this game isn't for you. It's not for me. Because, again, I'll go back to Domina. Mm -hmm. But 
if you like Domina, if we managed to convince you to buy that game, and you'd like a more modern aesthetic and a more SNES aesthetic, here's another indie group that did this with, like you say, uh, the not Ninja Turtles. It's it's cool. <laughs> it's cool that they can do that because any big publisher like Ubisoft would have looked at that and said no. They would have focus grouped this game to death. Yep. And they wouldn't have gotten anything out of it. And that's too bad. Yeah, this game isn't for everybody, but it's for somebody, yeah. and it might be for you. Yeah, if you like the management thing, if you like Domina, give this one a swing. hundred um, percent. You know, it's like I said, it's one of these little indie games. Spend the money. You'll probably be surprised. Like, not every great game is $70 AAA, $100 million budget. Some of them are the little guys who want, had one idea and said, let's try this, and it worked. Yeah. You know, this, give them this a try. One... Yeah, this one worked. So do you think yep. you're ever going to come back to it or is it just straight back to Domina for you? Um, I think at some point I'll give it another swing. I don't think I'm going to go hardcore into it because I'm always going to say, well, Domina appeals to me more because of my educational background and that's what I like. But I also happen to like the look of it more. Sure. Um, but I can see myself going back and tinkering with this again here and there. Yeah. Awesome. How about you? And yeah, you know what? I, I go back and I play through this every so often i mean i don't play through it all the way but i'll get into it and the beginning of this game is a lot of fun to me i find that that's the best time because you genuinely don't know if you're going to win fights you are so so weak and it is like watching it's like watching a fight live like it's like watching the ufc you don't know what what the hell is going to happen you have no control over it you're just cheering for one guy over the other Mm -hmm. yeah All right, so there it is. There it is.